Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. It is great to be here with you once again. Y'all already know I love preaching to a room with people in it. I love that. Facebook Live is great, and YouTube and media is great, but I'm going to tell you right now, even experts who know a lot more about the things of God and the human behavior than me say it's not good to just stay, stay, stay. There's seasons of it, and there's folks that are tuning in today, and that's great. We praise God for those. But I mean, in your life and your walk with God, it's not good to just stay in a virtual worship state. It's not good to just stay in a virtual church state. There are problems with that after a continued uh, season of time, okay? And hey, we had to do that. Praise God. Some of you were tuning in to everything you could and showing up to the parking lot and doing everything you could. God bless you. But I'm going to tell you right now, the best thing you can do when you can is to meet and be together with like-minded believers, all right? Praise God. So I'm excited for those of you that are here with us, those that are joining us online. And please, don't take offense to that. Those are just the facts. The Scripture proves it. The New Testament proves it. Believers met together. They ate together some chicharrones or whatever. I always wondered about chicharrones. You dip them in the right stuff, they're good, but they're just kind of weird when you remember what they are. But anyway, <laughs> pigskin, right? Paleo diet. Keto. Keto burrito. So praise God. Welcome to Kingsgate Church. It's good to have you back. Josie, welcome back. God bless you. Good to see Stephanie and Leon in the house. Who do you have with you today? Is this your first time? What is your name? Glinda or Linda? Glinda. Glinda, welcome to Kingsgate Church. We love you. You're always welcome here. God bless you. Let's give the Lord a clap offering today. I see some, I can sense the nerves in the house as there's news people, new people here. This tall young man right here is going, he's not going to, bro, you're tall, I can't miss you. What's your name? Matthew. How do you spell it? That's mine too. Welcome. God bless you, Matthew. I am Matthew. Welcome to Kingsgate Church. Let's give the Lord a clap offering today. If I forget your name, I owe you $5, okay? That's problematic, right? If I forget your name, might as well forget mine. You two guys, first time here? What's your name, Michael? Jordan. Good to have you today. Welcome. What's your name? Xavier with an X. That's, a, that's an easy one to remember, too. Jordan, Xavier, welcome to Kingsgate Church. Love you guys. God bless y'all. Let's give the Lord a clap offering today. Artyom, welcome back. God bless you, sir. God bless you. I don't know how to say welcome in a different language, but I was going to try and I was going to mess up. Well, <laughs> Slava Bogo means God is great or praise God, right, in Russian. But he is from Ukraine. Artyom is from Ukraine. Let's go ahead and welcome him tonight, too, or this morning, too. And tonight, if you want, there will be prayer tonight at 5.30 p.m., all right? Prayer at 5.30. Any other new faces in the house? I'm sure I've stressed everybody out. I've walked way off camera. So let me come back over here. All right, good to have you in this house today. Go ahead and be seated in God's presence, if you would, please. And we're going to get right into it. Pastor dubbed May... The May series as the best is yet to come while we're still meeting outside, and I love the title, so I'm going to go with it today. The best is yet to come, and I believe 
I believe God's going to speak to you today from his word. So real quick, before we get into the word, baptisms this Wednesday. If you've never been baptized, you want to be baptized, let our church office or me know. You can even notify us on Facebook or text one of us or just let us know by Tuesday morning if you can. If you want to be baptized on Wednesday night. All right, there'll be baptisms going on in the Spanish ministry every week. We're going to open it up for the English ministry as well, for Kingsgate Church. So if you want to be baptized, you never have been baptized before, let me know before Wednesday, by Tuesday, so we can meet and I can give you a little bit of information about what it means to be baptized. All right. So once again, welcoming everybody on Facebook Live today, YouTube, whatever means you're listening to us today and watching and tuning in. Also, there's prayer tonight at 5.30 p.m. in this house. If you'd like to join us right here, 5.30 p.m. All right? So the best is yet to come. And these are words of wisdom from God, from His Word. I've just put some points to it. So today, the first thing you want to do is open your Bibles to Psalm 118, verse 22. Psalm 118, verse 22. And this scripture right here is talking about Jesus, okay? Scripture explains and confirms scripture. The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. Cornerstone is very important. It is the place where the walls of a building meet, right at the corner there. Very important. The stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is wonderful to see. It's talking about Jesus. Now look at the transition here. You've heard this quoted. I believe Jorge quoted it this morning before beginning worship. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Well, that immediately follows the great news that Jesus is now the cornerstone. Jesus is everything. There were those that rejected Jesus, but now we see according to Scripture, according to changed lives, according to what you know about God, that Jesus is everything. And he did it all on the cross. And because of that, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. You ever heard the saying, carpe diem? Means seize the day in Latin. Seize the day. What does that mean? It means enjoy every moment, man. Let it become electric for you. You say, man, I'm bored right now. You better get to work. Rejoice in today. Scripture says, I believe it's the book of Job, that says the horse rejoices in its strength. You ever seen a horse running fast? Do you guys ever see the movie Secretariat? They actually quote that verse at the beginning of the movie from Job. That I don't know if it's the war horse or the it just said the horse rejoices in his strength. Secretariat was a story about a horse, true story, with a personality. That horse took offense to being beat. And it ended up winning the big, the big championship, all right? It won it all. But that horse was fast, and he rejoiced in his strength. You ever seen an animal that is just rejoicing in their strength? I have, we have a dog. His name is Gentry. And he's now, he's going to be nine years old in July. But every time we took him to the dog park, we took him out there several years until, until he started pulling his back muscles because he just had no sense He'd run out there without warming up. You know, dogs warm up. They stretch. But he'd forget to do that. And we'd go out to the dog park, and we never saw a dog be able to beat him. They would run the fence, and he smoked everybody. Fastest dog I've ever seen. 
and we'd see him run, I'd say, look, he's rejoicing in his strength. Some of you say, man, I'm not very strong. Yeah, but you have an attribute that you can rejoice in today, and you can celebrate today. Put that point up there for me. Celebrate today. Celebrate what you have. You say, man, I don't, I don't have a lot. I see a lot of hair in this crowd. Celebrate your hair. I think that made my nose hairs itch or something when I said that. It just made me kind of celebrate today, man. You say, I, I don't know. what oh, you have something. Did you drive to church or did you walk to church? Celebrate that vehicle with that cold AC blowing. All right? Celebrate today. Rejoice in what you have. Man, I am in my mid-40s, and yesterday I had the distinct privilege of unloading a ton of gravel from the back of a truck. And I'm going to tell you, it was... It was midday and the sun was beating down on my my body it was just you remember the cartoons they said the sun was beating on their heads and you'd see the sun beating on their heads like a drum that's how it felt like yesterday but I rejoiced in my strength that I was able to shovel some gravel man every time and I was grunting and groaning you thought I was in the gym just being a beefcake but man I was able to do it and so I rejoiced Rejoice in what you can do. Rejoice in what you have. Don't be like Adam and Eve, our, our original mom and dad on this planet, that they didn't rejoice in the Garden of Eden. They, re- they said, yeah, but we can't have that. Celebrate today and rejoice in what you have. God's going to give you all the rest. He's going to take care of it. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And what? All these things shall be added unto you. So you don't worry about the rest. God will take care of that. And you just keep believing God. And you celebrate today, right now. It's Sunday, celebrate. Tomorrow's Monday. Say, I don't like Mondays. I do. Celebrate Mondays. It's Tuesday. Oh, man, it's a big day. It's Tuesday. Celebrate Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. All the way back to Sunday. You celebrate. Celebrate today because this is the day the Lord has made. All right? You celebrate. That's my first point today. I like this second point. Number two today is tomorrow has hope and greatness. Tomorrow has hope and greatness. Don't get, you need to celebrate today, but if you're having a hard time today, don't get stuck here. Don't get stuck here. Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. He said that, we don't, we're not going to put the verse up there. Matthew 6, 34, Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. It's got enough trouble for itself. You celebrate today, but then in thinking about tomorrow, Jesus never said, don't have, hey, don't have hope for tomorrow. Don't be excited about tomorrow. No, be excited. Over the years, I've said this several times. I love the way kids are. They get excited about the, you could say silly, but man, the simplest of things. I've said this over the years, but it's so true. You see kids, and they're excited, say, we're going to Walmart. Mom's dreading it, probably. Dad didn't even go. Dad's like, I can't. I, they're putting me on the work. i got to be at work in a little bit. I'm, no, y'all go ahead. Here's the money. Go. Go. Bye. Kids get excited. We're going to the splash pad. Probably not this summer, right? <laughs> there probably won't be any splash pads. I don't know about that, unless it's illegal. But, uh, and, and that's a whole other debate about illegal. But anyway, we're not going to get into that. Um, before I continue, though, I want to honor God, and I want to honor someone who's with us. He's running. What are you running for exactly again? It is New Mexico. Randy, caught you off guard. Randy, what are you running for exactly? House of New Mexico House of Representatives. We need you in there. 
And folks say, oh, we can't do this. I'm going to say it on camera for the whole world to know. You have my vote. God bless you. We're praying for you. You hang in there. If people lost their sense years ago about tomorrow when they said in the church, we need to stay out of politics. See, the founding fathers and mothers of this country said, in God we trust. And they were believers. And some boneheads along the way said, I don't get involved in that. Well, they need to get involved in that. We need believers in there because you get in crunch time, you get in crunch time, and you know what California's doing? Oh, I'm about to get up on my soapbox. California's reopening casinos before they reopen churches. Don't tell me we don't need Christians in politics. I know I'm not talking to you. I may be talking to somebody else out there, but maybe they'll get wind of this, and they can get mad at me, and they can get glad in the same pants they got mad in. But we're supporting you, Randy. God bless you. May it be strong and fruitful. Like the old Irish blessing says, may the road rise up to meet you. You hang in there, and you keep moving forward. And I wanted to, to introduce you earlier, but I got excited because we had people in the house again today. So God bless you, Randy, and welcome once again. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Y'all thought that was part of my point, but it wasn't. But, you, you know, we worked it in. Tomorrow has hope and greatness. You say, how? Man, I don't know. There's been some of the darkest times of my life. I said, there's no way I'm going to make it. But there was a little pinprick of light. I said, man, there's hope. There's hope. He, Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. But let's go to Isaiah chapter 43. Verse 18, don't worry about tomorrow, but be excited about tomorrow. I love this because the Lord is speaking through the prophet Isaiah, and he's talking about he opened up the Red Sea and did miracles, did these amazing things, and the New Living Translation actually says, but forget all that. And I think what they meant to, to say with that translation was, all that's great, but look at this. Look at what God says. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. Does that give you hope? That gives me great hope. There is hope and greatness in tomorrow. God says it's nothing compared to what I'm going to do, for I'm about to do something new. Some folks say, no, let's just do it the way we've always done it. I don't know about that. In some ways, that's good. And in other ways, I don't know. For I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? God is asking you today, can't you see I'm doing something new in your life if you'll just let it? Quit fighting it. Quit fighting God. You need hope for tomorrow on earth. And guess what? This, it's getting better every day. And when this is over one day, praise God, you've got heaven to look forward to. All right? So you've got hope on earth and in heaven. You do well here with God's help, and then you go on to heaven one day. So let's put up that point again. I just love it. I'm going to just keep hitting that point hard. Tomorrow has hope and greatness. There used to be a, a song we sang in church, and I'm not going to sing it for you, so don't get your hopes up, but um, you, that way you could laugh. But it, I don't remember exactly how it went. It said, I just feel like something good is about to happen. I feel like something good is on its way. And I think we were singing that in the late 70s, weren't we, Dad? I just feel like something good is about to happen. I feel like something good is on its way. I mean, that's, don't get me wrong. I, some of the old classic rock, it sounds pretty cool, but man, what did Creedence Clearwater Revival say? It said, I, I see a bad moon rising? What? I don't. I see a bright moon rising. I see something good is on its way. I, I get to rejoice 
today because there's hope for tomorrow. I get to look ahead and go, you know what? I may wake up tomorrow with a full head of hair. No, probably not. Probably We're going to talk about faith in a minute, but I got faith for other things. No, probably not. That threw y'all off. Tomorrow's going to be great. And you know another reason tomorrow's going to be great, even right now, beyond the figurative? I think the high tomorrow's going to be 69. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. I don't know if you're praising God or you're clapping like I did it. I don't know, but I, I didn't do it. The, the, the high keeps dropping. <laughs> it was supposed to be 79 down to 69. But then again, you know, tomorrow is going to be exciting for somebody, though. He said, tomorrow, how about tomorrow? Then Tuesday, you keep looking ahead and say, God's going to do something great. I'm not going to worry. I'm going to prepare for the future. See, Scripture says, have hope. And Scripture says, prepare. But Scripture says, do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has hope and greatness. Something good is on its way. Now, number three here, this is, this is really the crux of the message. Number three, faith is the master key. I remember one summer, Dad was doing evangelical work, and we stayed temporarily. It might have just been two months, but we stayed at a, at a hotel in Albuquerque years ago. And I remember I befriended the young man who, who his parents owned the place, all right, and his name was Vimal. And he had, sometimes he would get a hold of something called a master key. And it was really cool. That was fascinating to me back then, because here I was, I don't know how old I was, maybe nine, maybe nine or ten. And I remember thinking, wow, one key can open all the doors? That's crazy. And I remember Vimal, before the cleaning crew gets, gets in there, can we get into the rooms and see if anybody left anything? I was always an enterprising young man. It wasn't stealing. They left. <laughs> and it was summer of 1984, so guess what? It was Summer Olympics. There were things going on in L.A. The, tor the Olympic torch came down the street that year. Yeah, I saw the Olympic torch that year running on the way to L.A. That was cool. I'll never forget it. And before the Olympic torch came, a guy came out on a skateboard holding up an ice cream. I'll never forget that. <laughs> Fast, too, because there was a hill, and he came out like this. And we're like, that's not it. But my buddy at that hotel, he had a master key, and it unlocked everything. And I don't know why, but his mom never let him keep it for very long. He'd get it, and then we'd lose control of it, and he'd get it back. And we'd, It's interesting. But today, my third point is faith is the master key. Let's go to Hebrews 6.11. Hebrews 6.11. Our great desire, now bear with me and stick with me, okay? We've got to get through these two, ver two verses for it all to come together. Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts in order to make certain that what? What you hope for will come true. Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. When you're not walking in love, you become spiritually dull. Did you catch that? You not only lose hope. You not only lose hope if you're not walking in love, but you become spiritually dull and indifferent. I don't care. That's dangerous. Instead, though, you will follow the example of those who, what, are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. One translation says those who inherit the promises through faith and patience. You inherit God's promises through faith and patience. How many of you know that you cannot manipulate God? 
People think they can trick God. And hey, everybody in this room has made a deal with God once or twice. I don't have to be a prophet to tell you that. I'm reading your mail now. Lord, if you'll, I'm going to get into some teenage lives here, maybe some adult lives. It was like this back in the day. Lord, if you'll give me him, I will do anything you say. (laughs) You lar, don't be lying. God, if if you'll just give me her, man, I will, I will build, I will construct an altar in my backyard. That's, that's unnecessary. That's unnecessary. We heard of a guy one time. He got saved, and his brother was a little bit nutty, and he said, he told his brother, he said, what you need to do is build an altar. So the guy built an altar, and the cops came. It was in Cali. They said, man, we don't know what you're up to. He built an altar. Building an altar now means a, a quiet place, a secret place, a regular place where you meet God, and you have a commitment, all right? And, but part of building an altar is, remember this, I go back. You've got to inherit God's promises because of your faith and your patience. People say, Lord, I'm going to make a deal with you. We've, it's crazy how many deals we've made with God, and he came through, and we forgot all about it. Man, God, I will, man, Lord, if you, if you don't let me catch a case on this, Lord, man, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to be a Christian, but I'm going to buy a prayer rug, and I'm going to bow toward Jerusalem 12 times a day. You know, I mean, people make some crazy promises. I've had folks show up, and I, and I didn't say anything. Young dudes back in the day, nobody in here, young dudes back in the day show up like this, almost scared at church. I'm like, you're here to see God. What, what did you do? I'm like, are the SWAT team following you, man? I was, I was born in the dark, but it wasn't last night, right? I'm like, man, I just need to give my life to God, man. Well, okay. Let's do that, and you better go before the, before the police come. I'm just kidding. Faith and patience. We can't manipulate God into anything, but you know the thing that moves God, according to Scripture? Faith. It opens all the doors. Now, it may not open all the doors at the time that you want them to open. It may not do it just the right way or on the right day. In your mind, you say, oh, that's not the right way for me, but God says, in my time. In my time, his perfect time, his perfect will, through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. You need to study God's promises. Know what God's word says. Know what God's word says about you. Heard people over the years, and they say, oh, man, you know, like the Bible says. I'm like, that. the Bible doesn't say that. That's not what it says. we got to know what it says. And don't be, don't be misquoting God. You know what the Lord said? I don't know if anybody ever saw that movie. What was that movie? Years ago, it was Mel Gibson, and then that childhood actress, was it Jodie Foster? He was a gambler, and it was, a, they were, it was like Maverick, a Wild West movie. I'm making a point here. Hold on. So you're watching the movie, and you don't know, and I'm probably going to ruin it for somebody if you've never seen it. And I, honestly, I, I just don't remember all of it, but I remember this. James Garner was his dad, I think, old-time actor. I like him. Well, Mel Gibson gets to a point in the movie, and he was a gambler, and he was always quoting his dad. My pappy used to say, or my dad used to say, and he's saying all this, he's saying all this. Finally, later in the movie, he says, yeah, you know, my pappy used to say, and James Garner turns around and looks at him and says, boy, shut up. You've been misquoting me for years. (laughs) You didn't even know that was his dad. That's I get the feeling sometime with God. We're going to show up there to heaven, 
And he's going to say, you know, well done, except for all the misquotes. Where was your Bible, man? What version was that? Anyway. Come on, man. You need to study God's promises and know what he says. Learn them. Laugh. Rejoice. Because they're yours by faith. And faith doesn't always mean that you have it tomorrow, but it means you received it today in the spirit and it's going to manifest. You pray according to God's will. You received it today, even if, if you haven't seen it yet. All right. So faith is the master key. I'm going to go to point four now. Huh. Most things are beyond our control. Look, you can walk in faith. You can believe God. You can pray but that doesn't mean you have any control over it, does it? You want to you alleviate frustration in your life? Quit trying to control people. Everybody listen to me on Facebook Live, the live stream, and in this house. Trust me, I've been there. I said, man, they're just not doing what I want. Well, how does God feel? And he's not controlling us. If God can't make them do it, how are you going to do it? What deep logic. And guys, I'm just not that deep. Say, man, I, they're just not. Now, don't give kids living at mom and dad's house. Kids, let me get into something else. Kids, I heard a laugh over here. God bless you. Kids living at mom and dad's house. Don't, don't start smacking your lips about they're controlling me. Because you are a dependent Dependent is a deep word. Since I'm not deep, I'm going to go into dependent. I don't know who I'm ministering to today. Let me, it's impolite to point. Let me point. I don't know who I'm ministering to today. He said, man, I'm, I'm at mom and dad's house. They're trying to control me. Oh, yeah, buddy. Uh-huh. You know, you know what? You, Pastor Coy said one time, he said, he said this one time, he said, this is a theocracy and I am Theo. <laughs> Look into that to see all the me- Greek word, Greek meanings of that, but Hey, say, man, I'm controlled. Uh Uh-huh, you are. You just get right. You can have your own little mind and your own little world and stuff, but you got to obey your parents. You're at home, say, no, they can't. No, you're a dependent. That means you rely upon them for sustenance. I remember one time I got smart with Dad. He brought it up. He actually remembered. And he doesn't remember stuff like that. I was like, Dad, thanks for remembering that, man. (laughs) But uh, one time he said, oh, yeah. He was quoting to somebody, but he said, oh, Matthew said he was leaving one time. I, I don't remember all the details. You know, I'm a little, yeah, y'all are like, you remember the date that happened. You can't remember that. But I, I'm not, I'm fuzzy on some of the details, but I do. I got smart, and I said, well, I'll just go, and I'm going to do something. I'm going to take my clothes because I'm bottom or something. And Dad said, no, uh-uh, you leave your clothes too because what, whatever's in my house is mine. You just go without clothes. So I was like, man, my plan just folded right in front of me. I got to walk out of this house like the Gadarene. <laughs> Look into your Bible. If you don't know about that, he was a guy that ran around naked. I was like, man, I'm going to have to leave the house in my boxers. I didn't own boxers back then either. Couldn't afford them. Here's what you need to remember. Most things, they just really are. Most things are beyond your control. You will save a lot of heartache, time, money, and frustration. If you will realize, man, I've just got to trust God in true faith, serve God, 
and let it go, man. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 27 in the New King James Version. <laughs> Which of you, Jesus asked, and Jesus, oh man, I don't have to tell you how brilliant God in the flesh is. He said, which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? A cubit is up to 18 inches. You can't. You say, man, I'm going to worry about it. I'm going to get taller. I'm going to just worry about it and get slimmer. I'm going to worry about it and get chunkier. I'm going to worry about it and just be smarter. I'm going to just, Jesus said, look at the brilliance of this question. Which of you by worrying can add to their height? You're worried about it. And those of you that are vertically challenged, don't worry. Because then people that are real tall, they have to order online only. <laughs> Did that comfort any of you? Some are like, no, I'll worry. I'll get 18 inches. I'll order online. Me, I'm just a plain old medium, man. They sell my stuff everywhere. Just medium. Just medium. And I'm not a medium anymore now. I'm an extra medium. So I'm real medium. Don't laugh. If you're going to laugh, get it out of your system, though. Most things are just beyond our control. Look at Psalm 34.1. Let's get here and let's, let's start to sum up this message right here. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly, constantly speak his praises. Some don't like rain. Some don't like wind. Some don't like heat. Some don't like this that way. Some, we all have our preferences. Man, I am reminded the older I get how many preference I, preferences I have. And as a whole, I'm a pretty easy person. You can ask my wife. But I still have a list of preferences. I do. But I'm going to tell you this right now. No matter what, and I'm going to live this, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. Those that know me, they know that that's my trademark. That is my signature move. I'm not being religious. I really mean it. And I forget in whose company I am sometimes. And we'll say something, and I'll just say, oh, yeah, you know, praise God, man. I said it several times on the phone with somebody the other day, and I think I made them uncomfortable. I just kept saying, yeah, you know, but, you know, praise God. They'd get quiet. And we'd keep talking, and I'd say, praise God, and they'd get quiet. Well, I will praise the Lord at all times times. I want somebody to read this with me on the count of three. One, two, three, everybody in the house. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. It's beyond your control anyway. Honey child, what you need to be responsible for is you be right with God. And you're going to help others. You're going to coach others. You're going to, and you're raising kids at the house, this, that, and the other. But at some point, everybody's got to choose for themselves. They do. You do your best and just turn it over to God, man. Some people have stressed themselves out trying to control something or someone. You can't do it. You've got to give it to God. Would you put up Matthew 6, 27 again? That is just a, such a beautifully phrased question by Jesus, God in the flesh. Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? <laughs> By worrying, can you, can you get anything? Not really. You can take precautions. You can prepare. But worry, at some point, it just drains you. It just drains you. You've got to be able to trust God. 
Because why? The best. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Let's read through these points again real quickly. The best is yet to come. These are really words of wisdom from God. We backed it up scripturally, all four points. But celebrate today. Rejoice in what you have. Don't complain about what you do not have. Rejoice in what you have. Be grateful and thankful and praise God. Celebrate today. Number two, tomorrow has hope and greatness. Number three, faith. Faith is the master key. You got a great name. I forgot. Your, your name is Faith. Faith is the master key. Praise God. What a great name. Number four, most things are beyond our control. They just are. They just are. You ever, you ever look back on your life and say, man, I shouldn't have even wasted time worrying about that. How many times have you done that? Even recently. Said, man, I messed up that. I was on vacation worrying about that. I was at work, should have been having a good time worrying. I was at the cookout, and I shouldn't have been worrying about that. I couldn't change it anyway, and it didn't even happen that way. Most of what we worry about doesn't even happen that way anyway. Most things are beyond our control. Let's pray today. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes. Is there anyone in this house? or on the live stream, or on the audio later, at the sound of my voice, who would say, you know what? I need to get right with God. I've never accepted Jesus or made Him the Lord of my life. If there is anyone in this house, or listening on the live stream, who says, I need to accept Jesus right now and make Him the Lord of my life, so that the best is yet to come for me. Raise your hand in this house. I'll pray with you if you need to get your life right with Jesus today. I'm going to pray with you. There's no shame in it. No shame in it. Let's make sure you're right with God. All right. I'm going to pray, and you repeat after me. Just say it out loud. Just everybody in the house. Let's just make sure everybody is right with God. Say, Heavenly Father, I am sorry for my sin. Cleanse me by the blood of Jesus. I need you, Lord. I can't live without you. So I declare that you're my Savior and my Lord, and I believe it with all of me, all of my heart. I believe Jesus died and rose again for me, for my sin, to save me from hell and from myself and from sin. I believe. I thank you, Lord, that it's done. In Jesus' name. Now, while you're still there in an attitude of reverence and respect, let, let me just pray over you today. Let me just pray for you. Lord, I know that there are some situations represented in this house today. Work, finances, relationship issues. There's things going on in the house, God, and that's just life. We as humans, God, we are messy, and I don't mean disorderly per se, about staying tidy. I mean, we're messy, God. We have issues. We have things we go through. And you knew that, Lord. But you created us, and you love us, and you're with us, and you understand us. And right now, I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that the spirit of fear be lifted from this house. I did that last week, but I'm going to do it again. Lord, in Jesus' name, anyone struggling with fear, irrational fear, worry, dread, just stress and anxiety over situations and problems. God, we give those to you right now, and I break the spirit of fear in this house. 
and anyone else listening to the sound of my voice, may it be broken over you right now in Jesus' name. I break fear and loosen power, love, and a sound mind. I break lies and I loosen truth. I break every attack of the enemy. And Lord, give your people wisdom as we seek you. It's all here. It's all here. In your word, the instruction manual for life, God, it's all here. Call us back to you, God. Call us back to you. Call us back to prayer and the word. I thank you, Father, that you're doing something wonderful in our lives. We're healed. We're healthy. We're whole. We're blessed. We're right with you. We love our neighbors, God. We love our people, and we love you. We're walking in love, and we thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. We give you praise, and we give you honor today, God. You're working it out. We can't see it all, but we know you're working it out. The same way we look at a vehicle and say, man, how is that engine running? I'm not sure. It's under the hood, but it's working it out in there. It's, it's, it's working it out so that vehicle can go. That vehicle is on. I can't see everything that's going on in that vehicle to make it run, but it's happening. In the same way, God, we don't understand all the workings of your kingdom. We don't. You gave us what we need to know. And, Lord, faith is the master key. So today, God, I declare folks will hear your word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I thank you, Father, and I speak peace and blessing over everyone listening to this message today. In Jesus' name, somebody said amen and amen. Let's give the Lord one more clap offering today, if you would, please. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. If you need an envelope for tithe or offering, go ahead and raise your hand, and they will see to you. Man, I see some new haircuts in the house. Bless your heart. Some of you waited a long time for a haircut. Some of you should have just taken matters into your own hands. I do. I do weekly. So, Anybody else need an envelope for tithe or offering? Go ahead and raise your hand. We'll see to it. Those tuning in to the live stream today, three ways you can give. Actually, four. You can come to the church office Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and you can take your tither offering there. You can bring it to a church service, which is great. Um, you can go to kingsgatehobs.com, or you can text to give, and the instructions should be posted up for you, okay? Anybody else need an envelope for tither offering? Let's pray and let's believe. Father, once again, Father, we pray believing. We trust you. You've always come through. Your track record is flawless. We may not understand it all, but, Lord, you've got it all. You've got it. And we trust you and we believe today. I thank you, Lord, that we give our tithe and offering, Lord, as part of our worship, part of our covenant with you, part of our love for you, and also because, God, we overcome greed. You gave us the money in the first place. You gave us the blessing in the first place. We are managers and stewards of it. And, Lord, that's all you ask is 10%, the tithe, so that everything can be blessed. Lord, I would rather have 90% blessed than 100% cursed. And I thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for the opportunity to give. We give and we receive. We worship you today and we thank you, Father. Thank you for your blessing, 30, 60, 100-fold, and more, 1,000-fold. In Jesus' name.